0: Welcome to harvest australia church podcast we're so glad you're listening today we pray this blesses you and encourages you and if you want to get in touch with us or find out more about our ministry please check out our website or social media we pray you have a great day i just thought it'd be great at this time as a church family just to bless one another and stand with one another and um so i just want to spend a a, us to spend a minute or two just praying for and with one another and so what i mean by that is and and don't get all stiff on me okay um because i I could feel it it's like what does that mean it's but all i mean is just put your hand on the person's shoulder next to you and we just want to pray a blessing and release a blessing over them it's okay if you don't know them, just, just just, be gentle. But we just want to bless each other. That's what God's family, part of what we do is to encourage one another and bless one another. So just begin to bless them. Speak blessing over their life, over their health, over their finances, over their, this holiday season, no matter what. We're going through. Lord, we just pray for a great release of blessing in this season. Lord, we pray that You'd be with us, that You'd be close to us. Lord, that You would strengthen us. Lord, we pray for good things. We pray Your covering and Your protection over each one of us. Lord, we pray that You would strengthen us in this season. Give us a deeper resolve, a deeper heart of God, even encounters with You, Lord Jesus. We pray for a deepening, a deepening of the work of the Spirit in our lives. And Lord Jesus, we pray that You'd be glorified in our lives. Maybe as we spend time with family members, we pray, Lord, for strength. We pray for Your love to surround us in and through us. Holy Spirit, that You'd fill us up Holy Spirit, come and fill us up with a fresh, fresh touch, a fresh touch of your presence, a fresh touch of your love. In Jesus' name, amen. It's just a great thing to bless one another, isn't it? If we've got nothing else to do in this season, we can at least bless people, can't we? Fantastic. Today I want to talk on significance I was watching a... um I don't know, it was a feed, Facebook feed, I think. You know, how you get sucked into that vortex of watching things that you, you know, it's just incredible. Anyway, so I'm watching this feed of this, and some of you would have seen it, but there's a thing now uh, of taking a photo or live streaming yourself climbing up skyscraper buildings and becoming very famous by doing that, especially in China and some places in Asia. Anyway, I was watching this one uh, about a young Chinese guy who had a lot of followers and he was becoming he was earning an income from live streaming himself rooftop climbing. And uh, I mean it's just it's it's you know I got vertigo just watching some of the clips. But anyway, on this last one that he did, he died. He fell off and some of you would have heard about it since it's been in the news. Um, but a young man with to be honest, so much skill and and so much courage And I'm watching this, and just to see him just disappear off the screen, you obviously don't see anything after that. Um, I I remember just sitting there for a few minutes thinking, my gosh, what just happened? That young man just lost his life. He just lost his life. He, He was, and now he is no longer. Now we pray he knew the Lord. But watching that reminded me of the pressure that there is in this world today to become significant to have followers. Jesus had followers, not those kind of followers, but he had followers. But um, there's something about the desire in in the human heart to be significant, to want people to, to maybe admire what we're doing or who we are. There's a craving in us to actually want to do something that makes a difference. And it's a good craving. I think it's a God craving. Um, But when it's slightly warped, when it's outside of Christ, it becomes a building block to us wanting to build significance in and of ourselves. And maybe there's a lack of, so we try and build up more and more and more in who we are, and we try and become someone. We try and gain followers, gain significance by doing something out of the ordinary. And watching this young guy, I, I just thought, wow. I mean, it's it's quite phenomenal what what these people are doing, but it's it's so pointless. It's so pointless it has absolutely no point other than gaining significance for themselves and maybe an income possibly if they survive. Now, there's plenty of people around the world who do daredevil stunts, so it's not just these guys. There's, you know, thousands upon thousands of different events and things, you know, dirt bike riding and that sort of thing. But um, all of these things If we are doing these things just to gain significance, then they're null and void. They have no purpose, don't they? Ultimately, our world today is a pressure cooker. It's a pressure cooker of trying to make us feel like we need to be something. We need to look like something. We need to have something that we currently don't have. When we actually find peace, when we find Christ, when we find Jesus, we finally have someone where we don't know we no longer have that craving where we need that thing. Of course, we're going to get things and attain things throughout life, but we don't have to go from one thing to another to feed that satisfaction that we once had. And so we actually find an ultimate pleasure that we don't have to have this craving. Here's something I wrote out that I'll I'll just read it because it might be a bit easier. If our desire to be accepted by people outweighs our understanding of our acceptance by God, then we put too much reliance on people rather than God. If, if we're really looking for our satisfaction and our pats on our back and our, our measure of how well we're doing by others around us, even family members, then we're putting too much reliance on them. They can't give us what we need. Only Jesus can give us what we need. Only Jesus can actually give us peace. I love this quote by C.S. Lewis. He says, The Son of God became a man to enable men to become sons of God. That's the point of Christmas, isn't it? That's why Jesus came. He came so that we can finally be connected to God in a way that was never possible, and then we can actually become sons and daughters. We can actually become part of His family by his sacrifice, by his life, and we are connected to God. That's what significance is. Jesus Christ was the most significant person who has ever walked the earth. There's no one more famous. There's no one more talked about. I remember um, hearing Will Smith, bless his heart, um, saying that there's been more books written about um, Muhammad Ali than about Jesus Christ, and I thought... Well, that goes to show that Hollywood superstars know nothing when it comes to stuff. Because I've never seen a Muhammad Ali Kurong bookstore anywhere in the world. You know, there might be a hundred books, maybe a thousand books, but there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands, if not millions, written about Christ. And so that's why it's fake news when you believe what Hollywood says, right? (laughs) Significance. Our significance can only come from one source, and it's through Jesus Christ. If we're looking for it in any other source, we'll always be let down. We'll always be disappointed. If we need it from other people, we will constantly feel rejected by them because they're not giving us enough. They're not filling up our love tank enough. And so therefore, they've got a problem because they're not doing what we need. But ultimately, Christ is the only one who has already done what we need. And then when we we live, and I read in my uh, utmost for his highest this morning, the, the verse that says hidden in God. And I just dwelt on that for a moment. I thought when we are hidden in God, we actually shine because our rejection he takes and he replaces it with his significance. If we have the most significant person in history in us, we become significant. We become significant. We no longer have to strive for that attention and for those followers and for those uh, those moments where we finally feel like we've got gratitude from other people. When we just get rid of that burden and we get rid of that pressure that we put on ourselves and the world puts on us and realise that the most significant person in history is inside of us if we believe in him, it takes away some of that, doesn't it? It's just like, wow, Christ is in me. I am hidden in Christ. And if he is in me and I am in him, then I am a significant person. Then you can think significantly. Then you can make decisions significantly. Then you can actually walk significantly. I um, watched one of my um, secret heroes, Tony Robbins, uh, the other day, and, and he was saying how, um, how there's 80 muscles in the face, but for most human beings it's it's the greatest area of unemployment on their bodies because emotion gets things moving he, he has this phrase emotion is motion and so and what he's saying in that is that actually when we realize who we are and we actually let our bodies do some of the work, as in we smile and we worship like we do. Some people might wonder, why do we raise hands? Why do we worship like that? It's because when we physically attribute goodness to God and we actually worship Him with our bodies and sing and rejoice and speak in tongues and or whatever we do in, in an act of worship, it does something to our innards. It does something, doesn't it? It lifts us up. You know, um, it's one of these funny things when um, when one of our kids, um, he's our youngest, so it won't take you long to work that out, but, you know, if he's feeling down, if he's feeling down, then um, there's one of these things that I've done over the years, being a bit of a goof, is I've worked out that... Uh, Every now and then if he's feeling down, I'll just sort of go into his room and I'll, I'll pretend to sort of walk into the door and just whack myself and fall on the ground and he'll crack up laughing, just crack up laughing because it's something goofy and it's just out of the box. And I'm sure plenty of you have done that sort of thing before. But it's incredible in that moment he can't any longer be sad because his face is smiling. So the the, the in, inward sadness disappears because the outward is prophesying what he actually should be, and this is what happens when we worship. We're actually prophesying. Even if you don't feel like worshiping Jesus, particularly at Christmas time, it can be a stressful time. It can be a lonely time. It can be all those things. But Christ is the reason. Not even great gatherings. Not even great gatherings, as good as they are. Jesus Christ. So if you have him, you have a significant Christmas. Now, of course, we want gatherings and we want to do that well and we want to encourage one another and, and, and help one another. But if we need those things to find our significance, we'll always be different, disappointed in mankind because mankind will always let us down, won't he? See, that's, that's when it's okay to, to use the male gender, mankind. He will always let you down. I don't hear anyone saying, well, well why don't you be gender neutral on those sorts of things? <laughs> All right, back to the notes. <laughs> the Son of God became a man to enable men to become the sons of God. That's that's really the gospel, isn't it, summed up in a very, very short sentence. The Son of God became a man so that men and women can be sons and daughters of God. Through Christmas, through Jesus coming, through this time, we're going to see, we'll see carols, we'll see uh, Australia, and we'll see plenty of people sort of fake it, you know, singing. But that's okay. Fake it till you make it, you know. It's, it's, It's still a good thing. I'd rather them sing that than other things. And, and, and but ultimately, Jesus Christ's coming is a very, very simple thing of giving you and me significance in this life. Irrespective of how loud the noise is around us and how popular we might be or how much this and that we have, Christ is the most significant person in history and he's in you and he's in me. If, he, if you don't know Jesus this morning then this morning's a great moment to give your life to Him. All you have to do is say, Jesus, I'd love you in my life. Get rid of my sin and I want to walk with you. I want to live with you. It's as simple as that. You you don't even need to do a great ritual. We don't have to spray anything over you or do smoke over you, or just anything. It's a heart condition. And it's the same with becoming significant. It's a heart condition. When we realise... Jesus Christ, the most significant person in history. And by the way, he was a man. Some of say he's just sort of like a man, but he was a man. He was fully man and fully God. So he faced everything that we face as a man and yet still remained perfect, pure, holy, powerful, loving, all of those things. So if you're needing any of those things in this season, then go to your insides and find him. Go go in here and find him. Find the significant one. Find the significant one who will make you significant. And when you're feeling rejected, when you're feeling lonely, when you're feeling a lack or you're feeling like, oh, I just wished people noticed me, go to the significant one who's inside of you and he will notice you. He will notice you he will notice you it's so interesting in this day and age you know it's it's all it feels like a generation you know gets a new letter every three years these days, you know, we, we had, you know, X, Y, and Z, and Melinda, so it's just like, it's so fast, isn't it, and, and everything's moving fast, people don't stay in jobs as long as they used to, people move through life a lot faster, we get the news instantly, there's so many things that just turn and turn and turn so quickly that sometimes we can feel like we're not keeping up with the world, we're not keeping up with, oh, I'm going to lose pace, I'm going to miss out. And that's what, exactly what the enemy wants us to do. He wants us to feel like we're missing out. Maybe even as believers, maybe we've... He wants us to feel maybe we actually are in, you know, in the dark ages, maybe our thinking is old time, or old time thinking, maybe our way of living is just not the way of living, come on, get up with the times, you know, get progressive, get more an open mind, be loving to everyone, and rah, 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 the enemy even turns our own philosophies on ourselves. ever notice that? He likes to use our head, and, and so this is where, again, Tony Robbins says, you know, just do it with your face until your head can get it, And this is a little bit about when we actually take control of our situation and we realize Jesus Christ is in control of everything. We're never going to be able to control a whole lot of stuff. But if he's in me, then I can go to that place. I can find him. And exactly what I need today is there. Exactly what I need today is there. Whether it's love, grace, humility, strength, power, anointing, healing, whatever it might be. The significant one is there and available. I want you to stand this morning. And just lift your hands. I just want to pray over us this morning. Lord, I pray that you would make yourself known to any here this morning who don't know you. Lord, that you would reveal your love and your grace and your power. And Lord, we thank you for that incredible transaction that takes place when we simply believe, when we simply believe that you are the one, you are the one who came, you are the one who connects us to God. You are the one who wipes away sin. You are the one who takes away depression. You are the one who takes away sickness. You are the one who lifts our spirits into a place where it's not natural. You are the one who gives us faith and belief and understanding and eyes to see. So today, Lord Jesus, we just lay down anything of of natural thinking which is not of you. Anything contrary to the gospel, we lay down today. Any doubts, any fears any thoughts that don't line up with your word of truth, that don't line up with your goodness and your your declaration over us, your banner, which is love. And Lord, we pray today that you would give us a fresh revelation of your significance in us, each one of us, every single one of us, your significance, your love, your anointing, your intimacy. And Lord Jesus, I pray even right now, that you would just release your presence in this place with a fresh touch, a fresh touch of your love, fresh touch of your power. And Lord, even at this time, even at this time, that we may encounter you in a fresh way for the new season, for the new year. Lord, there'd be a deeper intimacy, a deeper intimacy. So Holy Spirit, we ask you to come right now. We ask you to come. If you're hungry for him, just ask him to come and fill you afresh. Fill you afresh. Maybe even physically, some of you are weary. Let his anointing just begin to wash over you. Let his presence just begin to saturate you. And as you do that, and even as I say those words sometimes, I can just get a sense that he just begins to almost breathe into the room. And so, Holy Spirit, we just give you We give you these minutes to come and refresh, come and refresh, come and refresh, come and refresh. If you need to recommit to Him, then you do it now. If you need to give your life to Him, then you do it now. If you need to receive a fresh anointing, then you do it now. Receive it by faith. You do it exactly the same way you receive salvation. You receive Him by faith. Holy Spirit. I just want to wait for another minute or two because I sense that he's just lifting some burdens. And so you keep, just keep receiving, keep delving into his significance this morning. His presence is enough. His presence is enough. For some of you who are facing some things, his presence is enough. His anointing will break the yoke. His anointing will break the yoke. Delve into him today. Delve into him today. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus is real. His presence is real. He's not just for us to even sing about, but he actually wants to encounter us. He actually wants to encounter us. So Jesus, we ask you to encounter us today. Encounter us today encounter us today yeah thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit if you're if you've been feeling kind of uh heavy burdened heavy weighted i just want you to lift both hands i just want to pray and just release that off you this morning it's going to leave it's going to go that's what i sense just as we do that and uh Everyone else has got their eyes closed. No one minds who, who has, who hasn't. So, Lord, we just ask this morning for your power to come right now, Holy Spirit, that you would meet each one of us right where we, right where we need it, Lord Jesus. And in Jesus' name, I just bind any heaviness, any opposition, any weariness, In the mighty name of Jesus, I command that right now to lift off you now in Jesus' name. Completely go. Completely go. And Holy Spirit, fill them with a fresh joy. Fresh joy. Fresh joy, joy, joy in your presence, Lord. Joy in your presence. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. And, Lord, we just pray in this season that you would be with us, that you would strengthen us, that you go before us and behind us on our right and left, above, below us. And Lord Jesus, we pray your covering and your protection over every single one. Lord, I bless each one of us. I pray that you would prosper each one, that you would enlarge Every person in this room, you would enlarge us, not in belt size. You would prosper us in health, finances, relationship, intimacy with you. And Lord Jesus, we pray for incredible things for this new year. We pray for great things even tomorrow, Christmas Day. We celebrate you, Jesus. We give you all the glory and praise. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen.